Hey, you're listening to the Church League Podcast, and it is the most wonderful time of the year. We got March Madness, we got Football Free Agency, we got World Baseball Classic, Spring Training. I mean, so much good stuff is going on. There's so much to talk about. We should probably just go ahead and get started. Church League podcast. James is making weird noises over here. Uh, he was thinking, "What we live? I we was thinking, live. I need an ottoman here, dude. My legs are getting a little. Yeah, I've got well. your stool for my laptop. Yeah. Nobody wants to see that ankle bone. <laughs> all right, like <laughs> I'm not taking any of this out. By the way, um, glad here. that you guys are here with us. James, Corey, hanging out, having a good time. Most wonderful time of the year. Um, it is a lot of lot of good stuff going yes. on. Um, NFL free agency, NCAA tournament, probably the greatest postseason sport thing ever for me. Yeah. Yeah, um, absolutely. I love it. I mean, you got 64 teams battling it out. NBA's kind of getting down to the stretch. Yeah. Yeah. Golf um, is still golfing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> still golfing. They are. Yeah, they have things going Scotty on. Scotty Scheffler's uh, uh, just a good old. The players. Like, a good is dude. it hole 17, the island? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Green? I mean, yeah. That, that's awesome. I love that. Do you hear Scotty Scheffler's quote? By the way, he no. he like won, and he was they asked him like what he was going to go do, and he's like, "Probably going to grandma's house. She made dessert." <laughs> <laughs> like, like what a wholesome guy that is. That's uh, awesome. He's a good dude. Um, that sounds like some a golfer would say. It is. I don't know. Scotty Scheffler is. Do you think Tiger Woods would say that? No, absolutely no, probably not. not. He's going to go to Waffle House. Um, there you go for the ladies. Not anymore though. <laughs> Not anymore. He doesn't do that. We're getting edgy. Um, <laughs> all right, let's talk about a highlight here. Uh, <laughs> doesn't doesn't involve Tiger Woods. Um, it, it involves a pitcher from Nicaragua, World Baseball Classic. Yes. Um, they lost to the Dominican Republic in this game. However, um, in the later innings, uh, this guy Duque Hebert um, struck out Julio Rod- Rodriguez, Juan Soto, and Rafael Devers, um, which is a big deal, by the way. Like yeah. those, those three guys are pretty pretty solid. And this guy. Um, uh, Hebert had not pitched outside of his country before, yeah. and so this is he's you know biggest stage, <laughs> kind of a big deal. And immediately after he strikes those guys out, goes um, after the game and gets signed by the Detroit Tigers, which is super cool. That's that awesome. Is. Yeah, I think they said he hadn't even left his country. Yeah, wow, that's cool. That's really cool, actually. Um, that's that's the kind of stuff that I think only happens in baseball. Yeah. Well, it's it's cool, but it's also. It makes a lot of sense. Nicaragua is not a place that's easy to get away from. Right. And so the opportunities that they're afforded some of these players to just be seen on TV, you know, I'm watching Israel play. You're watching some of these other players, and a lot of these guys are unsigned. They're mm-hmm. just in there trying to – Yeah. They're just trying to, to show that they can make it the big leagues, right? So that's well, awesome. When the U.S. was playing Great Britain, um, which Great Britain is a low light. We'll talk about that here in a second. Um, is they, that – is that because we dominate them in, in the world domination, or is that in literally every category yeah. that has ever existed? Yes, um, <laughs> but then also they they had a pitcher on Great Britain's team who came in in relief who had not pitched in like any sort of like professional competitive match since 2011, and like I mean he gave up like a home run and. You know, yeah, like three. It was like bad in practice. It was just like this is ridiculous. Yeah. At um, that point, doesn't matter though. Like if you haven't, you're just. How you can get the invite? They're like, hey, you remember that guy from? Yeah, I mean, ba- I don't get that. Like, yeah. I mean, but the reality is, it's not like they care that much. I mean, we, their jerseys are the low light. Yeah. Um, oh, they're terrible. The T literally fell off of the pitcher's jersey. <laughs> I wish it didn't, because did you see it right before? It was like upside down, just like yeah. dangling <laughs> off his jersey. Yes. I mean, how do you not care that much? Uh, do you think someone was 
like hot pressing those in their house before they like here get this one to him get this one pass them out yeah you know? it really seemed like they got to the u.s and they were like oh the jerseys and like they're like sitting in someone's house in in london somewhere they're like literally handing those out with oranges and some pretzels yes. pregame yeah. just like you would if the little league world series the little league world series jerseys are much better than those so i don't yes. want to even put them in the in same category. general the little league world series jerseys are better than most of oh, the yeah. world baseball classic jerseys yeah they should have just gone to like a mall in miami and got one of those like spray paint ones done <laughs> yes <laughs> oh my gosh it's been so much better like even like okay this is a hot take like even the us jerseys i'm not a big fan of like the symbol that we have in of itself hold on what? um it's not the terrible flag? it's not like no the s is weird i don't know i don't i'm not the biggest not, fan oh you're not a fan of the usa all the jerseys that's are not pretty what I terrible said. that's not what i said um i did say though that the jerseys aren't that great but i there isn't a jersey in in the world baseball classic that i'm like oh i actually really like we that. live in a community full of military presence yeah we do the fact that you just said that you don't like usa no i can say that because i was also in the military so like if anyone in this room can say that it would be me i think spotify is going to shut this episode down probably i say from a from a church league perspective is that um we're aliens here anyways oh we're we're we're, our nationality is of the kingdom that's what it is (laughs) We're going to move on to NFL free agency. <laughs> We're going to go ahead and just move on to NFL free agency because that's also getting nuts. It is. Um, the only one I have written down, I know you guys got a bunch, is Jimmy Garoppolo to the Raiders. Yeah. Um, I'm excited to see that, actually. I, I think this will show if Jimmy Garoppolo is actually a – can, like, actually manage a good team that requires him to throw the football down the field. I'm concerned about him being in Las Vegas. He could <laughs> – yeah, he could lose his soul. He's There's a, a good chance. Well, He's looking at Bleacher Report, their uh, their headline says Raiders settle for Jimmy G. <laughs> I, I mean, well, I wonder if that means they were trying for Aaron Rodgers or they were trying for someone else, Derek Carr. Yeah. They obviously got rid of him, right? So they were looking for somebody. I think they thought they could make a bigger splash. Yeah. Think they I, went to Lamar? I don't know. I think the Raiders think they're more than they are. Yeah. That's always the deal. They are who we thought they were. Yeah. I need that quote more often. Well, I, I, I like um, I like Mike White getting picked up by the Dolphins. Yeah, that's a good. That's um, a good Tua is kind of in this in between situation. Now they they did went ahead and did the fifth year extension, mm-hmm. um, so they're they're betting on Tua. They should. He's good when he's healthy. He mm-hmm. hasn't been healthy. Um, I think there's concern that he may never be healthy. Mike yeah. White is a great backup. For and sure, I think could could be a starter in that situation. It'll be interesting to see which. Which quarterback they drop? I think they need to get rid of Bridgewater. I don't think they can get anything for him. Yeah, but he hasn't. He's been as unhealthy as Tua was, anyways. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm worried about Tua. Like, there's too many individuals that I've heard that are like, he doesn't need to play football anymore. We should send him a card, like for his own health. Like, where do, you know his address? No, we can send either. it. Get well soon. Just to send it, Nick Saban, and let him forward it. Just to like him. send it to the Miami Dolphins. <laughs> no, uh, so who we are concerned. It's interesting in our house um, because we're Alabama fans. Mm-hmm. Um, the kids are really invested in it. Yeah, um, you know, it, it, you get that sick feeling when you follow someone from an earlier age, right? And they mm-hmm. make it professional, and you're like, you really want to see them do well, right? But um, football's real. That's what we're learning from this. Oh yeah, it's a real man sport, and you could get almost you can get killed. Well, you the first you know, Hamlin, Demar Hamlin almost died from playing right. football. Well, the first time I kind of thought about that was. Junior Seau, and yes. like he, like he killed himself, right? Yeah. yeah. 
Like that is when I think like up until that point, I was like, oh, concussions, you know, CTE, blah, blah, blah. And then that happens. And I'm like, oh, shoot, maybe this is a lot more serious and I should probably care a little bit more about it than I actually have been. Um, Yeah, that's when CTE really came out. Yeah, yeah, there was. Do you think um, do you think eventually fans will care more about health than being entertained? No. Fans? No. No, okay. not fans. And I don't think the organizations really care more about health than being entertained, but right. eventually they're going to have to. But I, I think it's a small pocket that care more to see Tua be healthy than play, Yeah, which is unfortunate. But it is the it is the Coliseum. It's the arena, right? We're mm-hmm. like, entertain me. Get out there and do your thing. Yeah. And then we're upset when they don't feel like playing because you're making millions of dollars. And NBA is sort of the same way. Yeah. Um, people get upset when players want to take a week off or – um, you know, um, Kawhi. Um, oh yeah, he's only doing like every other game, and so you're like, oh, how soft is that? I mean, there's a lot of wear and tear on these players' bodies. Well, I don't think anybody wants to see anybody get hurt, but if you're out there, we want to see everything you got. You know, but uh, last football, week we were talking about steroids, right. bringing it back to baseball. So we clearly don't. You know, it's like we don't care about that. Well, I think yeah, also true. you got to look at the fact that they're making a whole lot of money. Yeah. yeah. At some point, you gotta you gotta earn what you get paid. Yeah. It's weird because football. You don't want to see someone get hurt, but you're watching to see someone get hurt. It's like in NASCAR. You don't want to see a wreck, but at Daytona, we're like, this is boring. I hope there's a wreck soon. Well, it's like the fine line. You want to see somebody get laid out, <laughs> yeah. but you, don't, you want to see them be able to get back up as Cause, well. Because yeah. that, that play is exciting, and then on the back end, oh, yeah, it's not exciting to see someone get hurt, but that's the real possibility. You forget that they're human beings right. out there. You forget that they're human beings out there. You forget that Dale, Dale Earnhardt Sr. could die in a car wreck right you don't think that's reality because we see them as superheroes and they think oh they're invincible well that's i mean that's not. i mean that's part of the pay i think right i mean that's right. part it's of hazard pay it's part of yeah i mean military yeah. has it right i mean like there's hazard pay and it's not as much as i should get hazard pay what somebody makes today we've got a homeschool co- co-op here and yeah. a lady just came and asked if i can unclog a toilet mm. i should get double time and a you half get pink that. eye from that you know that that'd, that'd be crazy <laughs> <laughs> I, it was one of my spiritual gifts. I, mean, I was under 10 seconds, like, done. That's pretty solid. Yeah. You must do that a lot. No. Clog to us your house a lot there, Corey? <laughs> no, it's it's camp. That's right. Fair. Camp. Yep, In these absolutely. scenarios here at church, you'd be shocked at what we have to deal with. But a lot, um, a lot of fiber going it. on, huh? So are we confident, the, speaking of clogged toilets, we confident that Aaron Rodgers is going to the Jets? <laughs> you know, I, I am. I was thinking that it's going to be hilarious when he does not sign with them and the Jets went out and picked up, like, all his old players, <laughs> like Lazard, and they're talking about Randall Cobb. And yeah. It's well, it seems like it's a done deal. And I wonder, is it just Aaron Rodgers – wanting to do it at a certain time because he's Aaron Rodgers? Or is he delaying it to make it harder for Green Bay to make free agent moves? It could. That'd be awesome. That'd be a Actually, that'd be terrible. I currently know how he f- how the Green Bay Packers feel. So I am excited that he could possibly go to a team that I would like less than the team he's on right now because I'm not an Aaron Rodgers fan. No. And I think the Packers are ready to move on. Yeah, I mean. I don't know if they're in a – I don't know if they're ready to lose with Jordan Love. Mm-hmm. And which is possibly going to happen, but they're going to have to move on at some point. And the Aaron Rodgers experiment is done. I do think they have a loyal fan base, though. That's like there regardless, right? Um, however, I'd say one of the most loyal fan bases. Oh, for sure. Cowboys I mean, seem loyal, but they're psychotic loyal. Yeah, they're yes. smashed the TV. right. Absolutely. Yes, but um, Green Bay is small market, highly successful, and they own stake in their own team. Yeah, they do. Like which Les Merkley cool. owns stake in the. Good for him. Yeah. Does, Rick, does DR? I, I think so. That'd I think cool. that was a gift for him. That'd be like, fantastic. Yeah. 
I love that. DR, we need to get DR on the podcast. D- DR needs to be on the podcast. <laughs> well, how about a uh, shout out to the local guy, Taylor Heineke, getting a contract with Atlanta. Oh, yeah. The yes. ODU, ODU guy. I love I love how he plays. Two years, 14 mil, coming he off is. of a bare bones contract in D.C. Yeah, so that's awesome. Good for him, yeah. man. Um, ODU, coming from ODU, I mean, that's a, that's a rags to riches story for sure. Um, does that mean Kyle Pitts is relevant again? Taylor Heineke throwing the ball to Kyle Pitts? I think so. Uh, I'm picking Kyle Pitts up. Yeah, they're just going to train him. No, you're not not in the first four weeks. <laughs> no, uh, but that is still under negotiations. So I want to hear from I want to hear from our listeners. Do you think a, a a fantasy league where someone is a participant in the league and also the commissioner gets to say when you can trade? Yes, if they are the commissioner, they should. Get it to sounds make those like decisions. we need an outside source for. Commissioner. Is that a commissioner or a dictator? I don't know. I don't know. The commissioner is a dictator. It's not like there's a committee. So um, we need to be. A do we have a comment section on here? Can people leave comments? Um, no, or, I would just delete it anyway. So or you have matter. to go like a fa- <laughs> Facebook page or something. Hey, uh, other other free agent news: Jalen Ramsey, I think, is a good pickup for the Dolphins for their defense. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, you know, there's some there's some kickers. The Colts got a kicker. I'm really disappointed. Uh, going back to Ramsey, though, I saw this, there was some back and forth between him and Tyreek Hill. Yeah, I guess there was, was there a big hit between them two in the uh, Pro Bowl. Oh yeah, yeah, there was, right at yeah. the goal line. Well, I yeah. can't remember. Somebody tweeted. Somebody was like, "You hit me like that in practice." He said, "We're gonna be fighting." <laughs> They'll <laughs> get over all that real quick when yeah. winning happens. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. yeah, that's gonna be a, that's gonna be a good team, man. I'm still excited to see what happens, with Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. I, I I have I'm invested in him from him being from Louisville. Yeah, I like that he's his own agent. I think there is some collusion going on. This is my conspiracy theorist coming out with NFL owners not wanting to see the market go to a higher than Deshaun Watson got paid. Yeah. The fact that they allowed Deshaun Watson to get paid what he did is absolutely ridiculous. They but did. They I did. Think Lamar Jackson coming suffering. off the situation he was coming off yeah. of as well. So he they did rework Deshaun Watson's contract, cleared up thirty two million in cap space. Um, I saw that last night on oh. a little ticker on the bottom yeah. of the page. I don't know if that means that they were like, "Oh, you didn't do this, so you don't get paid this amount of money." But like, um, they did clear somehow clear up thirty six million dollars. Yeah, um, I'd like to clear up thirty six million somehow. That'd be super casual. That'd be real nice. Like, oh, oh, we got thirty six mil back. Don't worry about it. No yeah. big deal. Um, but you know, that's the business that it generates. Well, the Texans look like they're going to try to win this year. Maybe they made a ton of moves. They're all kind of uh, okay moves. Case right. Keenum, Noah Brown, Robert Woods. They're picking up some players. I think they're going to try to. I don't know. I think they're going to build through the draft. I think they're not going to try to tank this year. Yeah. Hey, Carolina Panthers picked up the number one pick from. Yeah, they did. The yeah. Bears. Yeah, and, they did. And the Bears got a bunch of picks mm-hmm. and um, DJ Moore. DJ Moore. Yeah. yeah. I think it was a great pickup. I mean, DJ Moore's what, 24, 25? He's obviously He's the young. one. He's still young, yeah. yeah. He's the one in that offense now. I mean, like, Justin Fields still got to show me he can throw the football and not just tuck and run. He'll still be like, selfish with it, so um, all those pickups won't matter. <laughs> it's interesting. <laughs> I think the Bears are trying to do what the Eagles did with Jalen Hurts. Yeah. Put a team around you. At a time where you're still in your rookie contract, and mm-hmm. if you do it, good. You're going to get paid, and if you don't, we're going to make a move. Yeah. Well, I hope they do. I mean, the Bears have been pretty irrelevant since Jay Cutler. I thought I saw yeah. some uh, Montgomery wants out, though. Yeah, he does. He does. So Austin does Eckler. So does Eckler. Man. So does Eckler, man. I told you, I would trade Najee Harris for Eckler. Yeah, of course you would, because <laughs> um, you, you stinking did. Um Gross. I mean, I, I don't know. I like NFL free agency because yeah. it seems like individual players at skill positions really affect the makeup of a team. Yeah. And so when things like this happen, I mean, it's a big deal. It changes how I'm going to draft my fantasy football team. Um, 
if Austin Eckford goes to a different team, I think he's still going to be great, but it depends on where he goes. Like if he went to if he went to Chicago, he is not as valuable, I don't think. Yeah. Um, but if he went to does he make Philly better? I don't think they're trying to get him, but like they could use somebody like that. They could use right. somebody like Austin Eckler. Have like a one at the at the running back position. Yeah, it's, it's running backs are going to be interesting because they're devalued highly right now. Yeah, uh, offensive linemen are getting super paid right yeah. now. Um, there was like four starters for Notre Dame at one point that are all in the NFL right now that all got paid this year, and it's that's ridiculous cool. how much these players are getting paid. So it's interesting. I think that's big for college programs too to say, hey, we put these guys through and they're getting paid in the NFL. You can come do that with us. You can be offensive line you or wide receiver you or safety yeah. you or whatever yeah. and then kind of do those type of things. But and you can get paid while you're here. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think it's going to be also very interesting to see um, what happens with the draft and we'll get there eventually in one of our podcasts. But um, it'll be interesting to see who goes where and what happens. But Yeah. NFL, baby. Um, all right. Well, it's the most one of the most wonderful times of the year. The it's Christmas? March Madness. Oh. Um, I'm excited to talk about our brackets. Um, we're in a league, a um, league of their own, uh, church league, um, uh, but close. Are we? Cause I'm the only bracket on there right now. No, I'm in there. What are you talking about? I'm in okay. there. I, I, I have, we have finalized our brackets. I've submitted three just in the wrong league. <laughs> James really on top of it. Um, <laughs> and I started is, it. This is James idea, by the way, this elbow, I'll, I'll give you a disclaimer. This, this bracket for me is what I want to see happen in our podcast. But if I was to, I mean, we're not, we're not putting, are we betting on this? We're not putting any like um, lunch. We should put lunch on it. I think. Yeah. Okay. I think I'll run with this for it. lunch. But like, if this was my family bracket, I'm probably going to be a little more hardcore. I and mean, I'm going to print some out and take them home. Oh yeah. Uh, having a family bracket, I think is important. But some of these picks may be a little um, unrealistic. But we'll some, see. Some families get real hardcore with their brackets. By the way, like people are putting in like big sums of money, which is kind of crazy to me. I mean, I, I guess I get it, but like. There's a lot of games, yeah. which which is why it's exciting. But like you can mess up real early, and it it screws you. Yeah, but typically everyone who messes up early, they're all in there together. Like all the people who had Kentucky going last year, St. Peter's messed that up for everybody except for my son Grayson. Shout out to Grayson Lamb who picked St. Peter's over Kentucky just for spite. Did he really? And I love yeah, him for that. That's awesome. Yes, I mean I'm not saying he's my well, that's favorite a lot son because uh... that wouldn't be fair because I have two boys and I love them equally, <laughs> but. Man, that was a big move. There's got to be moments. There's got to be moments where you're like, <laughs> you did good, son. <laughs> um, all right, so we'll just, just to break it down, uh, maybe a little bit. Do we want to do Final Four and who we pick and then go back? or do we Yeah, we can, yeah we can do that. That makes a lot of sense. Um, Final Four from the, the Midwest and the West side. So you have your Kansas and Houston number one seeds. Um, who do you guys have in your, your Final Four on that side? I got uh, Houston and Gonzaga playing the, hmm. the one and three. You have Gonzaga in the final four? I do, man. Listen to you, Roman. Excuse me? Yeah. That was a call from um, that, Gonzaga right there. Yeah, Mark is. Few right there. <laughs> Mark Few calling in. Appreciating this pick. Appreciate the pick. Yeah, man. Why not? Ex- what do you mean, why not? <laughs> well, all right. We'll talk about it later, I guess. Well, you haven't like, said yours yet. So. Man, that's crazy. Here, I'll, I'll even do better. I've got, um, I've got Kansas and Indiana. Kansas and you guys say that I have a messed up bracket. You guys are rocking Indiana and Gonzaga in the Final Four. Why not? Yeah, man. Hey, if I'm picking a team and I'm going to be wrong with most of these anyways, I might as well be wrong with my team. 
and right. and we, we have we established that I'm an Indiana fan yet on this podcast? I don't think so. I can't believe you're surprised. I don't. I don't. They legitimately have a chance. They've knocked off some good teams this year. They've gotten whooped by some good teams this year. Yeah, they're balanced. I think they've got an opportunity. So. They are good. I have um, Houston and I have UCLA, a one and a two seed. Yeah, two teams who have some of their best players injured. No, listen, well, think, absolutely looking, not. They're both. By the way, Sasser's back. Sasser's okay. back. Okay. According um, to the matchup here on CBS uh, bracket, he's on the injury report with the groin. They he, have three guys. He on is, the report but right like now. the other, the other two guys don't matter. Sasser is the only one that matters on the injury list, and he's back. So we're in a good spot. I want to put UCLA. I like them. I want yeah. to just. I like. I like the grit that they play with. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Cronin, their coach. He was in yeah. Cincinnati. Is that right? So like he's. I mean, they're edgy, but their their best defenders out. They got a, one of their big guys is out right now. I'm, I'm just going to have a tough time. I don't. I don't think it's too crazy to see Gonzaga get past them. The twenty fourth consecutive UConn. tournament. They also have to get past Kansas though. Like Whatever. Gonzaga past Kansas and UCLA. Kansas is whack, dude. Oh. I'm tired of the Kansas talk. Kansas they're just they're Kansas so is whack. You heard they're it here first. <laughs> Kansas is whack. <laughs> they're just they're <laughs> defending national champions. I mean, yeah. what in the world? Okay, you know, right. I mean, like, Do, what what's next? Coach, where are we at? We're on the other side. We're currently other side, south and east. Um, I went last, so I'll go first this time. I have Alabama, the number one overall seed. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! I can't believe you. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah! Real shocker there. I had a one in three, and then I have Marquette. Um, Uh, Shaka's not doing anything, dude. Marquette, Shaka Smart's a great coach, man. Uh, Like, I appreciate what they got going on. Shaka smart. Shaka ain't shocking nobody today. I mean, hey, 12th in field goal percentage. Third youngest team in the NCAA tournament, which could go against them. But I think that the coach, Shaka Smart, knows what he's doing with this team. I I do got respect for Shaka coming from the old VCU days from Richmond. I mean, he's definitely he's a good coach. He runs a good program, but I just I don't think they're uh, those guys aren't ready. I think he knows how to coach. Yep. Um, it'll be interesting to see if he can get those players quickly to know how to play like that in the NCAA tournament. Mm-hmm. And it usually takes a few years to sort of get that. To not get there and just completely shell shock. Right. Like well, they have a pretty easy, lot. like, to me, their their toughest matchup is Purdue. And I don't think Purdue is that tough of a matchup. Um, you except for that 20-foot guy in the center that's th- dropping 30 on you. Yeah, but he's going to – I think He is Yao Ming. I think the younger players take advantage and are just quick enough to make him get into foul trouble. Foul trouble and make him run up down the court, they're in trouble. Which is what Marquette's yeah. going to do. Yeah. Shaka Smart's a good enough coach to make that happen. Though yeah. I'm worried that Purdue might not even get that far. We're not there yet. What, who do you guys have in the Final Four? In, on the, on the um, I have Alabama and Purdue. I gave you a hard time about the Alabama. And I haven't seen a ton of their games, but I got to watch the SEC Championship game. Yeah, They looked athletic, mm-hmm. quick. They look like they don't they don't have any fear in the world. Yeah, and And Brandon Miller is legit. I mean, if I'm Brandon Miller, I don't have any fear either. So when I look at historically how teams have gone through, mm-hmm. Carmelo Anthony took um, the Syracuse all the way. Yeah. Kimba Walker took UConn all the way. Players or teams can do it with one great player. He is great. He is great. But the rest of their team, Quinterly, some of those guys, they're they've been good for a while. So mm-hmm. they're the number one overall seed. I think some, there's confusion. Some people think that's Kansas. I think Alabama was the number one overall. Number seed. Number one overall seed yeah. is, is, um, is Alabama. And I. They've got a tough road, but I've got I've got Alabama and Purdue, and I don't want to say Purdue, but Purdue was there the last few years. They've had a chance. They lost a heartbreaker to Virginia. Yeah, um, I think Edie is is obviously a tough matchup. If Purdue can hit outside shots, they can beat anybody. Yeah, if they can't hit outside shots, he's not going to carry them alone. 
but um, it'll be interesting. It, what what one thing about NCAA tournament? It does become a lot more half court offense. Yeah, Pl- teams do kind of scale back to what needs to happen to win more than just trying to to do what they've done all year long at times. And I think half court offense and defense Purdue could have an off game and still grind out some teams. Yeah, yeah. James, who you got? I got Alabama and Duke. Duke. You have Duke. Yeah, you I have Duke. Duke. Yeah. I'm proud of that. I think I think uh, Purdue could easily lose to Duke. Well, and Duke is hot. I right think Duke. Now. Could lose. Well, and how about the committee with the five seed? They are coming. What nine straight wins and winning the ACC tournament, and you give them a five seed? Like, what world are we living in here? I mean, what was their record? ACC's the the down year? this year. I do. I. I mean, yeah, they I think conference. The conference got kind of a bad. They were twenty six teams out of the whole conference get in. Yeah, and they had a couple. I think Clemson was one of those on the edge yeah. that I thought should have made it, but. Yeah, well, but that's the, a I mean, conversation. They are definitely they're playing well right now. They, yeah, they're they playing are. very good. They're hot. Um, um, they've but got they've got some really good players. And they've got big guys. I think they can match up with a couple of big guys against um, against Purdue and do well. Yeah, is it Filipowski? Yeah, that dude is ready for the NBA. Yeah, he's balling, dude. Yeah, and he has an edge to him. He's very I'm gonna say cocky doesn't sound right, but he's very confident in who yes, he is. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. For especially for a freshman. I mean, yeah. Um. All right. Well, I have very little to say about that Duke pick because I don't tell have, us why. Why? I is don't that? Know. Well, we'll wait. We'll wait. Um, <laughs> Do we go ahead and tell you who we got winning? It? We'll wait till we'll say who we got winning at the end. Ooh, uh, wait. Drama. To say who we got winning until <laughs> nice. the end. Um, I want to talk about one who you guys have as your Cinderella story at this point. Who do you guys have a Cinderella story through your bracket? Um, I have a couple ish. Um. And that's uh, I got one. I have VCU um, making it all the way to Sweet 16, um, losing eventually to Kansas, but I have them beating St. Mary's in the first round, and I have them beating UConn in the second round. I just found a flaw in my bracket. Is I don't think I have a Cinderella story. Like, what would you consider a Cinderella story? Making it past past the first two rounds? I mean. Yeah, if they can make it to Sweet 16, I think that's a Cinderella story. If they're like. Um, like an eight seed or higher, I guess. Um, I mean, I also have, I also have Creighton making it to the elite eight. Um, so I have them beating Arizona. I as in well the Sweet have 16. V- VCU making it. I have VCU playing Kansas as well. Yeah, um, uh, I think they got a good chance. So yeah, I, don't, I really don't have a, a a double digit seed really running very far. I mean, I've got I've got an eleven seed Pitt. I think Pitt over Mississippi State, and then Pitt against Xavier. I mean, I, I've got. I think Indiana getting <laughs> getting into the end as a four seed. It's that's sounds, a, that's, that's, that's a fair. That's a fair Cinderella story, but yeah. it's not really. I mean, I wouldn't have them winning at all if I didn't think they could. But um, yeah, I, I got Boise State. I have VCU, but I have all of them winning once and then losing because I'm trying to minimize my losses. Really. Oh, here's a good one. I just look at uh, the South Region. I have College of Charleston making a little run, beating San Diego State and then beating UVA. Oh. Yeah, that's doable. I think that's very doable. If there is a team that I think is susceptible to losing games that they should not, um, it's Virginia because it seems like it happens all the time. Don't, just don't, t- get, don't spoil my, my our top five. Right, that's that's definitely number one on my <laughs> list. Um, my biggest Cinderella story is Oral Roberts. Um, I you know it's, you have them you have Duke in your Final Four. 
I don't have Duke getting past the first round. That's that's insane. I have them losing to Oral Roberts, and then I have Oral Roberts also beating Tennessee in the second round, and then eventually losing to Purdue in the Sweet 16. Tennessee's going to lose. Yes. Tennessee's not making it past the second round. Um, I think they beat – I listen, uh, Louisiana's only in there because they won their conference, and their conference was whack. Um, not, Are they in the whack? I don't think they're actually in the whack, but okay. I mean like – um, so Oral they're, in the, they're in the sun. They're in the Sun Belt. The Sun Belt's terrible. Um, uh, hey, shout out. The Summit's not terrible as well with Oral Roberts. Yeah, but let's look at let's look at some Oral Roberts stats here for a second. Can we give? Can I give you one Oral Roberts stat? Yeah, please. American there charismatic Christian televangelist Oral Roberts, Oral who Ro- the university was named after. Love Church that. Church League podcast, baby. Love that. There's a lot of scandal going on in that, by the way, but. Um, it's paid off because now they're going to go all the way to the finals. Uh, no, they're not, they're not going to the finals. They're not going to the finals. <laughs> I don't care who their affiliation is. They're not winning. Oral Roberts <laughs> is the only 31 team in the tournament. Um, Do they have a 100-plus-year-old fan that's going to bring them into so. the tournament like Louisville, so. Chicago? They I played Virginia so. Wesleyan, dude. Get out of here. They're 25th in field goal percentage, 43rd in, in three-point uh, field goal percentage, and 12th in free throws. Every single one of those is better than any of those stats. Those stats are just as inflated as Antoine Davis. Oh, my. No, you cannot be. I just I don't know. I feel like if there's if there's going to be a Cinderella team, it would be the team that scores more points than any other team in college basketball. Yeah. That's it, in the tournament. If the other teams in the tournament didn't play defense. <laughs> eighty four <laughs> if they played everybody points, in the team in the summit league all the time. I mean eighty four points a game. I, I got Duke beating him by at least twenty. <sighs> you know what? I don't hope that I'm wrong. I hope that I'm right. I think Oral Roberts doesn't come out after halftime. Yeah, because they've already they're they're it's done. over. They're up they, by fifty. They are so deflated. They're <laughs> like, well, let's take this back. To this, <laughs> take this back to the summit. I, I love that you picked Oral Roberts just so we can hear. <laughs> I didn't pick Oral Roberts in spite of James because the reality is, if I wanted to, so you're just crazy on your own. I think Oral Roberts has a good chance. If there is a Cinderella story, it makes sense for it to be Oral Roberts. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm just saying. Um, James, you said you had VCU playing Kansas. Do you have any other teams that are going pretty far other than Carlos or Charleston? No. Um, I have Marquette going kind of far. I mean, it's not really – they're a two-seed, but, the, you know, they're kind of yeah, well, I mean, I have new to the scene. Four, so. So. Yeah, it's, I mean, anybody who's not a blue blood, you're kind of like, oh, it's a Cinderella story. It does. The reality like is if you don't have someone who's one of the main programs in history in your final game or final four – it's a shock. Yep. And the, and the reality of Alabama being new in this, mm-hmm. as far as basketball, it's a football school. They yeah. they're gonna they can make a legitimate run, right? Marquette is new at this when it comes to some of this. So yeah, um, if you can get away without having Kansas, UCLA, Duke, Kentucky, Indiana in the Final Four, then it could yeah. be a, a really parody in college basketball is a real thing. Um, well, yeah. And Corey, I was thinking about you when I, when this pick came up though. Uh, Indiana's got a matchup against Miami if things go right, and that could be a tough matchup for Miami's them. Miami's out one of their players. Um, Just the athleticism yeah. of that team, though. There, I mean, yes, that'll be no. Tough. Indiana could lose to Kent State. Well, I mean, it's it's it's. I was it's giving real. them the credit to get no, but <laughs> they could beat anybody and they could lose anybody, yeah. and that's they're a lot like Virginia in that way. But Virginia is a little more pinned into one. They have to play good defense. Yeah, they they. Predominantly, don't score much. Indiana can score, and they're really good at defense. Yeah, um, and they've got a really good player. So when I look at who's got a player that could carry a team, and who has been pretty solid on both ends of the ball, um, Indiana could do that. Um, Alabama could do that. Duke has those guys, and mm-hmm. so you ca- that's what I kind of look at. Kansas still has those guys, so it's not even about coaching to me in the NCAA tournament. Now, can- if Bill Self isn't there for Kansas, that's really going to be an interesting yeah part of the process, but. 
Um, you look at Tennessee, Ziggler's out with an ACL. That's their main guard. They have a hard time mm-hmm. um, protecting the ball, not turning it over without him, and they have a hard time scoring. I think they could lose to Louisiana, the Raging Cajuns, but I just didn't, I didn't pick it. Right. I still think they're a good enough team overall. But there could be some teams that get through, and I, I'm disappointed that I don't have a double-digit seed making it to the Sweet 16. Do you have? Does anybody have a uh, a play-in advancing? One of the play-in teams. He's got Pittsburgh. I have a Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, I think. But what's good about that is I think Pittsburgh, um, Pittsburgh could win that matchup. Who is that second round? Um, um, well, Iowa State, Iowa State, or Mississippi State. So right. I, I, I declare Pittsburgh because I think they're a better team and they're better coached. But um, but I don't know. Yeah. Is there a? There's usually is an 11 seed. I, at one point in this bracket, I had three out of my four 11 seeds winning yeah. against the six seeds. Do you guys have? If if you had to pick a one seed that could lose in the first round, who do you think could lose in the first round as a one seed? Purdue. That was my. That I would agree with that statement. I think it. I think it's also Purdue. I mean, it, and the reality is, is that it could be Texas Southern or um, or Houston or Houston. Well, it depends, I guess. If you think Northern Kentucky could pull that out, I guess it's possible. I mean, I don't know. It, like, it, you know, it, I oh think no, it, Houston it, is also the other thirty-one team. By the way, sorry, they have thirty-one. What about Howard yeah. out of the Miac over Kansas? That'd be a good one. That'd be sick. Should yeah. have been Norfolk State. I'm really disappointed. Norfolk State lost by one, I think, in their championship game against Howard. It's yeah. the first yeah. time Howard's been to the tournament. But, oh, cool. But I really want to see Norfolk State there. They have a 1% chance. According to CBS, yeah. a 1% chance. They don't know I feel do. bad, though. If I really wanted to see Norfolk State play in the tournament, I would go to a game in my backyard. But yeah. I haven't yet. And you haven't been to one. All they right. have. It's a, it's, a, it's a life commitment to go to a Norfolk State game. Howard's strength of schedule is 302nd. <laughs> That's I'm telling you, but it's crazy. They roll the ball out. It's like Hoosiers, right? The the rim's the same height. The, yeah, the, everything's the same. It's it's basketball. Um, we, we'll talk about some of our upsets. Yeah, um, during our top five, then that's what these play, these players have to think is, hey, we're just as good as anybody else. This is her time to show it. And in a way, the um, World Baseball Challenge is, hey, people are going to be watching. I'm going to I'm going to put on a show. Yeah, and some of these players have some guys. That can do that. VCU's got some guys that can do that. Oral Roberts has some guys, and that's one of those factors for me. Do they yeah. have a guy? You know, Steph Curry was the guy for Davidson that put made a run for them, and you got to kind of look for that. So yeah. I'm excited about that. So, all right, who you guys have in the championship game? And um, after we say that for everybody, give your winner. Well, I will say this: I am the one typically like Thursday. What, what do they they lock on like Thursday mornings? I think so. I'm typically the crazy guy that goes and like reevaluates everything Thursday morning. <laughs> yeah, I already asked if I could change this before we go start. I go can't live. look yeah, at my bracket after. Like you can have a whole other bracket if you want, but yeah. like this is the one that matters right. that we're currently talking about. All right, so who do you guys have in your championship game? I got Houston and Duke. Houston and Duke, and then Duke taking the chip. Wow. Yeah, Take buddy. that, Roman. They're not even going past the first round. That's going to really mess Take your bracket up. Take that, Oral Roberts. <laughs> Take that, Oral Roberts. <laughs> You'll um, be at home watching it. <laughs> Corey, who do you got? Oral Roberts, is, he's been dead for a while. But um, I have Alabama and Indiana, which sounds like a, a big-time homer pick. Um, I've got Indiana win it all because if I'm picking a team and I'm going to be wrong 99% of the time anyways, I'm yeah. going to be wrong with my guys. Wow. And I would hate to say – if I've got a chance, I'm bullish on Indiana, obviously. Yeah. That's a um, full-blown family pick on huh? Alabama and IU. It is. It is. Mm. And, and some of that Alabama is recency bias. Sure. But um, but Arizona, 
I think is a strong two on that side of the bracket. Yeah. But they have lost some, and they're just they don't play good as a team. Alabama is galvanized around this scenario mm-hmm. that um, Brandon Miller's found himself in, and they seem to they seem to be like, hey, everybody's counting us out, or it's us against the world, and that's a dangerous mentality, especially for a player who's only going to be there one year. Yeah. And and it's not like he's oh I'm I'm just going to get drafted, so I don't really care NCAA tournament. He cares, and it's it's very interesting to watch. Now, I'm not a big fan of somehow how he sometimes how he shows that he cares or how he's responded to this yeah. or the whole situation. We haven't talked much about it, mm-hmm. but um, but it is a, a, a tragic scenario. But they've already been through the tragic scenario, and they've they've been good through it. Mm-hmm. And I think that the tournament's not going to really put anything in their way that they're going to be shook by. Yeah, Indiana, baby, this is. I mean, if it's going to be a year, I want to be right, so I'm picking it. So you guys have a four seed winning at all. That's Indiana. And a five seed winning at all. Is not? In Duke. They're not a five seed. Doogie is a five seed. The, they are, but they're they not. They are, but they're not. Yeah. That's just disrespectful. Is there a, is there a four seed that they should t- – some place they should? I think Duke any be of a three them. seed at least. Any of them. Yeah, any You of them. sound like a fan. Um, I'm not a Duke fan, but I think they're good enough to be a three seed. John Shire for president. <laughs> <laughs> they had some injuries that people didn't really talk about. They've cohe- they've become cohesive as a team. Yeah, um, John Shire settled in. It, I mean, you, they won the ACC tournament. Did the, who won the ACC? Overall, uh, I think UVA probably was it. I know. I think so. Okay, so they were right there in, in consideration for that as well. Mm-hmm. And I think Shire has done a great job post Mike Shashevsky and putting this together. I just think that. Well, that was one of my factors for them also losing to Oral Roberts because Oral Roberts can come out and they're going to get buckets, yeah. and there is no Mike Shashevsky <laughs> there to stop to stop the bleeding. Well, Mike Shashevsky didn't play defense on any of those teams for Duke. He does get a little more respect from the officials than Shire does, yeah, and Oral does. Roberts doesn't hit shots. So, yeah. well, they they score more points than anybody else in the tournament. I think. Yeah. Anyway, um, who you got? Genius? I got I got Marquette and Houston. Sure. Um, and I have Houston winning it all because this whole turn that the Final Four is in Houston. So not only do they, not only are they a great team, they have the home crowd there. Very true. Um, How many th- times has it been in Houston? I feel like it's in either Houston or Indianapolis every year. Well, it was in Houston when UConn won it last yeah. with Kimball Walker. Kimball Walker. Um, okay. So I don't. That was an incredible run. Yeah. What was that? What twenty sixteen? 2018? As I remember, they went through their conference tournament. They weren't going to make the NCAA tournament. Right. And then they hit a couple last-second shots. Steven stay alive in that conference tournament. Mm -hmm. Won the conference tournament and then just kept on winning. They were incredible that year. Yeah. Um, So, I have Houston winning it all. I just think that it's... I think Marquette and Alabama is going to be a great game. And I think people don't want Alabama to win more than they don't want Marquette to win, and that's going to mess Alabama up just enough. <laughs> and Marquette is just going to That sounds like an Auburn them. fan right there. I mean, I have Auburn losing early in the tournament. I think most basketball oh. fans are going to be like, who's that team with an A? Is that I, Hold on, is that Arkansas or is that Alabama? They're really going to be the Atlanta Braves. Um, <laughs> is, it, is this like, a football tournament? Is this, what's, what's happening going here? On here? I think people are tired of Alabama. And yeah, I think you're, the, a lot you're of the crowd is going to be against Alabama. I think I think people are against Alabama right now with the controversy, yeah. and also that they're the evil empire in a way. Mm-hmm. No one, no one's a big fan of you being a national championship in, or a national champion in football, and also being really good at basketball at the same time. Yeah, like where people hate Kentucky, at least they can they don't have to hate them part of the year because right. football is usually irrelevant. Um, you know, Indiana when they used to be good. 
back in the eighties. Mm-hmm. You know, football was never really so. Yeah, but Indiana's gonna be good again. Here it comes. I hope so. All right, so we have Duke, Indiana, and Houston as our winners. Of is that Houston pick because you're married to someone from? Absolutely not. She, she, A&M is in the tournament, so like, and I have them going too probably too far. Yeah, I'm sure. Like, you I have them beating Texas, and none of our picks are probably gonna be right anyway. So. There's a good chance that all of us Whatever. are wrong on every level. This is the first time anybody's ever picked them all right. The first time, right here. Really, that's exciting. It is. I hope honestly, I hope that that's accurate. Why not? Like, I well, hope if one you're of us be confident in something. Be confident in yourself. Gets us completely correct. Or or God. What's or the, God. What's How the about uh, God? What's that God. site that pays out for the perfect bracket? Who is that? Is it ESPN? No, I thought it was like one of those billionaire oh. guys. Um, uh, Ken Palm, Murdoch, Rupert I don't Murdoch. Know, it could be uh, Murdoch, isn't it? The guy that kills that's OJ. OJ Simpson? Is he the one that does all that? Yeah, no, I think, I think um, he pays who's the in, in memorabilia? I'm trying to think who's the. And then he comes back and takes it. Yeah, I think they own like TV stations and stuff. Probably, I'm not 100 sure. I know. I mean, like it's like Richard Branson or somebody. ESPN like that does do a, a a payout, gotcha. um, but I don't know if that's probably not what you're talking about. Um, I don't know what I'm talking about. But um, we uh, we have time to talk about our upsets. Um, so we're gonna draft the Warren Buffett. Warren Buffett. There, there Buffett. we are. Yep. Warren Buffett, Just another rich white guy. Another, yep, absolutely. If you win, <laughs> you get a luxurious home. Um, yeah. So, is he uh, Golden Corral? Is that where they get the? Buffett? I think so. Yeah. Oh, buffet, buffet, Damn Warren Buffett. All right, keep moving. Um, Any Jimmy? So we we have an opportunity <laughs> to we're going to draft the top upsets of the NCAA tournament. Um, this required a uh, Google more, search, more research than <laughs> I was ready for. So, good thing I have a list here of twenty-five. So, even if you guys take one, I have another one to go to. Um, and some of these are super, super cool. Corey, you get to go first. Um, so, yeah, take right. it away. I'm taking it off the board or right off the bat, and it's um, it's Virginia losing. Okay. Um, to was it to um. UMBC, UMBC, UMBC. Yeah. University of um, Maryland, Baltimore County. County, yeah. and, that, and that's obviously the first one versus sixteen. Mm-hmm. The first time, in my opinion, a sixteen seeds ever won a game in the tournament. I know people say, "Oh, the sixteens play each other in a playing game, and that counts as a tournament win." No, it does not. That counts as a second conference tournament, basically. Um, but prior to um, twenty eighteen, no sixteen had ever lost to a one seed in one hundred and thirty five tries. Wow. And so um, earlier in that 2017-2018, UMBC lost 83-39 to to Albany. And uh, Virginia only lost two games by a total of eight points. So this was definitely – I mean, you, Virginia wasn't like the, the last one seed to get in. They were the one seed. Yeah. And, um, and they were – UMBC was a 20-and-a-half-point underdog, and they won by how many? 20 points. 20 points. So they flipped the script on them. I mean, it, I remember watching that thinking, this isn't going to happen. Yeah. I thought I'd never witnessed this. Everyone's bracket has – when you fill out your bracket, what do you do first? You put all the one seats through, and yeah. then you go back. Like, I mean, that's kind of what I do every time, you right? You don't pick the UMBC no, retrievers. No, never. And so to see the see that team make it, yes, that's the number one upset. It probably will be – it could, could be forever. Well, since you, uh, since you took one of my picks, there's a couple other stats here. Yes. Um, <laughs> oh, you, you, you had this pick? <laughs> no way. <laughs> Uh, the game was actually tied at halftime at 21 points apiece, which is a pretty low. That's you know that sums up UVA ba- basketball. There, uh, Jarius Lyles, UMBC's uh, head scorer, 23 in the second half. 
So wow. they they just came out and balled out. They the had a half. dude. Well, was, you know, probably I'm one of those speeches. You, hey guys, we got these guys on the ropes at halftime. Let's go out and do it. Yeah, if you're not done by twenty at halftime to one seed, you think, hey, we yeah. got this. Yeah, the, they're yeah, exactly. All right, James, you get two in a row. Oh, that's tough. I don't like doing that. He gets two in a row. Oh no, you only get one. Yeah, you have to go two. I get two in a row. I'm going to go with the 2010-2011 uh, VCU team. Okay, yeah. That made the uh, the final four run. Is that with the Mar- Morris twins? Is that them? Morris twins? Markeith and Marquise? Were they? Uh-uh. Is, is they were them? at Kansas. Yeah, no, they didn't play. Oh, them. they were at Kansas, and they they yeah. they lost one of those games. I think. Right. That yeah, was so shocking. Smart, shocking the world. Yeah, they um, they lost actually. So I got a. Sorry, I probably messed you up there. My bad. They lost to ODU in the conference championship and got an at-large bid. Uh, wow. Played in the first four. The that was it. The first four play-in game. Yeah. Uh, beat USC, then beat a number six seed Georgetown. Beat thirteen seed Purdue. Played FSU in the Sweet Sixteen, then beat Kansas yeah. in the Elite Eight, and lost to Butler. Wow. Yeah. Butler. Good night. Talk. You want to talk about? Greatest stories in NCAA history. It's yeah, Butler's man. run of two in a row. Yep. And then watch them lose to Duke. I know, but still, <laughs> man, that's a huge deal. But yeah, right. no, that VCU game though, that was that was that was huge for the city of Richmond, in my opinion. The, um, that it changed like the whole vibe of basketball. Like is they it, is basketball. that the havoc? Is what they call themselves? Yeah. Um, yeah. Reeking, what's Jenny um, from camp? Oh yeah, Jenny, yeah, Jenny Little. Jenny Little, yes, Jenny she's a huge. They're huge. Yeah, they, they travel. He's Larry was big into the uh, VCU uh, scene. Yeah, she court. wears the big um, VCU yeah. cat in the hat looking thing yeah. with the black and gold. Yeah, yeah they're huge fans. It's I, and I, I'm a VCU fan for them. Yeah, uh, and and that that really made me want to cheer for them before I came to this area. Yeah, but being from here, it's being here now. It's really exciting to see. Yeah, um, two in a row here, Roman. All right, I'm gonna go with uh, NC State Houston. Boo. Jimmy V. Um, it would make me do more work. I mean, listen, if Akeem Olajuwon and Clyde Drexler are on the same team for a national title and you're going to tell me that they lose, um, that's kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, it's crazy to see, like, you go back and you watch, like, Jimmy V, like, run around the court with his hands in the air. Like, he doesn't know if he's trying to find somebody to hug or not. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's a, it was a as a cool moment. Um, Looked like Ricky Bobby out there. Right. I mean, you got, what, Thurl Bailey on that NC State team. Uh, they were a number six seed, which is, I don't know. I, I, it's to see, I mean, NBA stars like Olajuwon and Drexler, to like think about them in their prime. Was it five, five slamma jam? Five slamma jam. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's cool. I mean, that's a, to say that you were able to beat them in the biggest college well, stage. A six seed back then, there's a lot more parody in yeah, sports absolutely. now. And so that was a huge deal then. That's mm-hmm. like a 12 seed in my opinion now. Yeah. Um, and then my second pick I have is not probably not necessarily like one of the biggest upsets, but I really like this movie, Glory Road. Okay. And that would be Texas Western beating Kentucky in the championship game. Now it's interesting because it's not like this was what year was a this? huge upset. This was in uh nineteen sixty six. Um the year of our Lord. This is the year that my dad was born. Um <laughs> Texas Western's now UTEP, by the way. Yeah. Um but like Texas Western only lost one game to a really terrible Seattle team. But like um it was this was more of a he started 
five African-American players yeah. and only played them in the national championship game. So, like, that was why it was such a big deal in the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they won 72-65. This is Adolph Rupp. So, like, Kentucky's arena is named after this coach. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, well-respected, great coach, has an unbelievable amount of wins. I mean, like, it, they Texas Western was not supposed to win the game. No. So definitely considered an upset, even though they had only lost one game during the season. So that's my second pick. So back to you, James. I don't have to worry no, about it. No, it's back to me. It's a, man. it's a snake. Is it a snake? It's a snake. goes back to James. Boo. He gets one. Stop yeah. Trying, stop trying to snake my pick, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Mm. I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to keep it local here. We got 2012 Norfolk State beating Missouri, a 15-2. Oh, nice. Yeah. There you go. Um, I like the local picks, man. Yeah, dude. 86-84 is final score. Came down to like a last second shot. Oh, wow. Um, they ended up losing the second round into to Florida. So they didn't go far, but it was uh, a first round upset, definitely. Yeah. Um, I think Mizzou had – they had a – a couple good players. They had Presley. Uh, I can't remember the guy's name. Presley ended up going to the into the league. Mm. Um, ended up go- yesterday. Went back and watched some highlights of the game. It was a very. I mean, literally the last minute took like one of those games where it took like fifteen minutes because of shots and fouls. And yeah, yeah. That was yeah. you know got to got to give a shout out to the local squad. Are we doing five picks? Three, three. Let's just do three. Oh man, I like that a lot more. Okay, <laughs> three is great. Three is great. Three is great. Um, I am going to go with. Oh man. I got two here that I'm really struggling between. I'm going with George Mason, um, 2006. There yeah. you go. Um, George Mason, um, they beat number six seed Michigan State, number three seed North Carolina, number seven seed Wichita State to earn a lead at each showdown against number one K- Connecticut. And they beat Connecticut by two. So that put them wow. in the um, first Final Four. First small school or small conference school to make it since 1979. It's George Mason. That's a definitely a Cinderella run. Mm-hmm. Um, but they beat some great teams. Better watch out for Jim Laranega. Yeah, so they beat Connecticut, North Carolina, Michigan State, which I would say were blue bloods, at least in the tournament. Michigan oh, yeah. State maybe not overall. But, um, well, in the basketball world, definitely. Yeah, in the basketball world. So, yeah, George Mason. You get you get two, Jim. No. Oh, I'd get two. You get two in a row. Okay, cool. Um, and then my other one. I don't want to go recency bias um, with St. Pete, Kentucky. You might take that one. I was considering it. Yeah, you, you just yeah said that it. was just last year. But I'm going to say Florida Gulf Coast. Um, oh. Dunk City. That Dunk was my City, other one. baby. That was my other one, yeah. Um, the, um, they had um, the highest of the 15 versus two upsets, largest margin of victory. So they, they beat Georgetown, Hoyas. Um, what year was that? Do what? What year was that? Do you know? That was still in the room. 2013. Oh, okay. Yeah, and they beat them 78 to 68. Um, and not only beat them, they were alley oop dunking over. Yeah, it was I mean, sweet. it was with authority. It was a pretty impressive to watch. And they made a little run there. It was just cool to see. But f- they were definitely one of those teams that just came in with like we got nothing to lose, and they did it with swagger. And I thought it was awesome. Have you seen their campus? That place is amazing. No, like right on the beach in Boca Raton, in Florida. It's pretty sick. The mouth of the rat, Boca Raton. That's that what it translates sweet. to. Sorry about it. Oh, that's <laughs> that's my Spanish brain <laughs> working. <laughs> um, all right, James. Is uh, your last pick? Maybe we should have done five. I got some more sitting here. I'm going to go with three. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> feel free to say more when we're done, though. I, I mean, yeah. 
I'm going to call myself out on this one. Uh, we have Lehigh taking down Duke. Oof. Ooh, the two versus wow. 15. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah, yeah that was mm, terrible. Did you cry? Uh, yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm letting that out on, you know, right now. <laughs> Uh, lost 75 to 70, and let's give Lehigh some credit. They did have C.J. McCollum on the team, who is now an NBA All-Star. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. So they balled out. And Duke, they, they were down that year. They had those uh, Plumley brothers. Mm-hmm. They were just, they couldn't get out of their own they way. Plumley so. brothers still playing in, in, yeah. in the NBA right yeah. now. He's on my fantasy Austin team. Austin Rivers, Quinn Cook. They, that was just one of their uh, in-between years. That's that's pretty messed up to say we have a couple of guys who are still in the NBA from that team, and then they were down year. <laughs> <laughs> right. You have to justify the loss as a fan, though, right? Right, you do. Lehigh, they had very ugly uniforms, though. I do remember that. <laughs> yeah, that's what matters. Oh, um, you got Roman. All right, I'm I'm going to go St. Pete over Kentucky. Okay, I think that that was. Sorry, I spoiled it. No, no, no. It was it was the fact that it went to overtime made it right. even better. Um, and then in overtime, they just said, "No, it's over. We're just going to really beat you now." Yeah. Um, and I, because I remember, I was like, "Oh." Uh, you know, if, I really thought if this goes to overtime, Kentucky is, you know, probably better coached a little bit more. There's going to be more composure. They're definitely probably going to win the game now. And, it, you know, 14 to, 14 to 8, you know, they got outscored. So that was one. Obviously, I always enjoy seeing Kentucky lose. Um, but uh, to see St. Pete do it made it even better, just a little bit sweeter, I think, just because. The fact that it went overtime, I think Kentucky fans think at that point, oh, yeah. we got in the bag. Don't count out the Peacocks. And then it's, and the fact that their mascot is a Peacock yeah. is just even better. Are they owned by like NBC or something? Or Probably. Something? Yeah. Um, they actually, and I, so that was one of my picks as well. That was only in their second year of eligibility. Really? Yeah. That's cool. They, and not only that, they actually won a couple games after that. Oh. So I think they went to the league. Oh, eight. yeah, they did. Yes, they did. They, they did. They beat uh, Murray State, then mm-hmm. Purdue. Yeah. Um, peacocks gotta let them fly. Yeah, you know, do they fly? Uh, you kind of, yeah. Okay, for sure. Just like a little jumping fly kind of thing. Yeah, kind of like a like a little chicken. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like they can they chicken can, but like mm, kind of yeah. like an ostrich. Yeah. All right, so I, I've got one that I wanted to pick, but I didn't. And yeah. you were talking about ones yeah. we left behind. Yeah. Um, was uh, Valparaiso beating Ole Miss? Oh yeah. Um, that and the reason why for me that was what 1998, I think. Yeah, 1998. Um, that's a 13 over a four. That happened with um, um, Valparaiso passing the ball to half court and then you know throwing it. Uh, mm-hmm. Bryce Drew, Bryce oh, Drew yeah. drains this three pointer to win the game, and it happened on the buzzer beater. Mm-hmm. Now he is Grand Canyon University's head coach, That's cool. so um, they play Gonzaga right off the bat. GCU yeah. baby. So um, it's exciting to see um, you know Bryce Drew. I, I'm. It's funny. Ninety seven, he was in the na- he was in the uh, state championship game against um, another school in Indiana. I can't remember the team that he played against. And they had that game one. They were up by three. And um, the other team hit a last-second three-pointer to put it into overtime, and they lost in overtime. And that was before fouling. So someone that gets a three-pointer off before was fouling. popular. Like where you could foul and say, oh, we're not going to let him shoot a three. Oh, 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 okay. they, they, they let him shoot it, and they got a, the guy hit it, and they ended up losing overtime. So he had a chance to win a, in, in a state championship the year before and lost, but then goes into um, – Valpo and hits that shot. So, and and man, Bryce Drew has been a, a great coach to watch. But yeah, so that was one of mine that I like to pick some of these that they made a little more run. Uh, Florida Gulf Coast, George Mason, St. Pete's. You know, they they did it, but then they kept 
they kept the momentum going. So I thought that was, was some good picks. I'm uh, I'm gonna add one to you. Uh, this this might uh, resonate with you, Corey. Um, 2001 Hampton taking down Iowa State. Yeah. 15-2, but ISU had Jamal Tinsley. Oh really? The old Pacer guy. Yeah. Yeah. I think one that hurts the most is when um, um, Pepperdine beat Indiana in the first round one year. I thought about saying that, and I was like, ah, I'll let that one go. And that's before I knew Pepperdine was like a Church yeah. of Christ school. Yeah. If, if people consider that, like Church Church League podcast, here we are. Pepperdine is a, is a Church of Christ school. They are a Church of Christ school. Um, now, other Church of Christ schools may not... Um, We'll see where they're at on Street Harmon's list. Maybe not sit on the hills of Malibu <laughs> as well. <laughs> right. But um, but Pepperdine put Indiana out one year. So I still have that PTSD. So when I say Kent State, Indiana this year, I think I've got Indiana winning it all, and they could also lose to Kent State. That's the NCAA tournament. It's good. Oral Roberts is going to beat. Gonna Oral go Roberts. I can't wait, dude. I'm so excited. I'm going to recheck your pick uh, thurs- <laughs> Thursday at 11 a.m. There's no <laughs> way you can keep that. Um, I'm looking forward to it. Oh, he um, is. I'm really excited. Well, hey, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing how all this plays out. Who knows? We may throw up a couple of shorts this coming week when some of the games are going. Look at watching them live in the office and Definitely. like kind of, you know, when when Oral Roberts is up by 15, when the clock runs out at the end of the game, we'll, we'll get James's reaction live. I'll owe you uh, money for a new mic here because I'm gonna <laughs> smash it. <laughs> please don't, please don't do that. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I'm looking I'm looking forward to it. It's, a, it's the best time of year for sports, I think. Um, and so we obviously got a lot to talk about. Yeah, we do. In the coming weeks, NBA's final push. They're getting down to the last 14, 15 games. Yeah. Teams are trying to figure out what they're doing. So it's going to be exciting to talk about some of that too. But, man, NCAA is going to take a lot of our attention. Yes. And rightfully so. And I'm okay with that. So, yeah. All right. Well, hey, thanks for uh, joining us this week, and I hope that you're with us next week. Have a good one.